back to the Michigan Business Beat, brought to you on the Michigan Business Network, and we are broadcasting from our studios at the Epo Region International Airport. So we'll see you as you leave town or come back in, right? Right now, we're going to go across town. Brian Peters joins us right now. He's CEO of MHA, which is the Michigan Health and Hospital Association. Brian, always good to have you on. How you doing? Doing well, Chris. Always a pleasure to be with you. Good. Hope you have a great holiday weekend. And in the meantime, some questions we need to ask, right? Welcome back. Our August 23 discussion issues in health and hospitals. Don't take a summer's vacation before we get into these main questions. And good luck barbecuing today for your staff outing. I appreciate that. Did I notice that your MHA website, the headline about cybersecurity and rural emergency hospitals, let's talk about that a little bit. Absolutely. And when it comes to cybersecurity, the reality, unfortunately for us, is that the FBI and other uh, important federal agencies for a number of years now have identified healthcare as the number one target globally for cyber criminals. And the reason for that is very clear. We have a wealth of very important and impactful data that we house within Michigan hospitals and health systems, both financial data and certainly personalized health information as well. And so we have seen both in Michigan and across the country, a number of hospitals, but also insurance companies and other healthcare-related enterprises that have been the victim of a cyber attack, typically a ransomware attack that can really do incredible damage to the operations of a healthcare facility. And so we've been trying to do everything we possibly can to work with our members throughout the state and provide a bit of an early warning system and advice and counsel on how to handle these very important issues. Well, no, it certainly is and can humble any kind of a system if it's successful at all. So let me ask you about, because you're an advocacy group majority of the time, tell me about policy at the legislature. Well, absolutely. There's a lot that our state and federal officials can do to provide the resources that we need to create the appropriate safeguards to protect healthcare enterprises from these sorts of cyber attacks. These are not inexpensive endeavors, as you would imagine, to create from scratch, in many cases, the firewalls, the cyber opportunities that didn't exist before for our member organizations, that takes funding. And we need that support from Medicaid at the state level, from Medicare at the federal level. It's part of the new cost of doing business in Michigan healthcare every single day. And we need to recognize that for what it is. It's pretty amazing because something that wasn't on the line item of your budget as a hospital system five years ago now is a big item, as a matter of fact, and that's cybersecurity. Hey, we talked about rural emergency hospitals. Can you shed a little more light on that and what those are? Well, rural emergency hospitals are a brand new animal for all of us because Congress, just within the last couple of years, did pass new enabling legislation that creates a new opportunity for our rural hospitals throughout Michigan and throughout the rest of the country. And it's really a recognition that the care delivery and financing model is constantly evolving. You remember about 20 or so years ago, we had the new critical access hospital or CAH 
program. And now we have some 35 Michigan hospitals that converted to critical access hospital status. And that comes with a certain benefits from a Medicare reimbursement perspective. Well, now this latest iteration called rural emergency hospitals effectively recognizes that many of our very rural, very isolated hospitals, we cannot be financially viable any longer in the traditional Medicare reimbursement model because the volume, the patient volume is not sufficient to provide that financial viability. But yet we need to have hospitals, at least the baseline emergency access available in those communities. And this is a mechanism to keep the doors open, to provide that financial stability, even in the absence of consistent patient volume. So when COVID happened, for example, and we had a real demand for services for COVID patients, when we have a natural disaster, a flu outbreak, a school shooting, all of these things, automobile accidents, we need to have that access. The REH or Rural Emergency Hospital Program is going to be one additional way for us to provide that access in our rural communities. Brian, as we kind of wrap up here, Business Network interview, you guys are exploring healthiest healthcare jobs in Michigan? That's right. And in fact, the healthcare workforce challenge is one of our very top priorities. And that's true whether you're talking about doctors and nurses and other clinical positions, or frankly, non-clinical positions as well. We've actually launched a new website, mihospitalcareers.com, which provides a window into all of the opportunities that exist in Michigan hospitals and all of the funding support that exists today for young people to provide training in terms of community colleges and four-year universities. There's never been a better time for folks to consider a healthcare career. Boy, and we need people in it, that's for sure. Brian Peters, CEO of the Michigan Health and Hospital Association, the MHA. Thanks for joining us and thanks for the good work you do, my friend. Thank you, Chris, all the best. You're listening to Michigan Business Beat on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Chris Holman.